Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Tackle the Text. I was getting ready to say take action. <laughs> Tackle the Text. And I have some capable men on the stage that I'm going to share with you uh, to help us discuss a topic that I think is going to be transformational and one that has a lot of people talking. So you want to stay tuned. In the meantime and in between time, we're going to be talking about something that's crazy. Absolutely. We got something. And let me tell you, these guys have been revving their engines up and they are ready to go. Um, I, I, they up here growling now. I, I don't know what's getting ready to happen. It's the engine. Oh, you, <laughs> I thought you was growling. <laughs> He's, they're revving their engines up right now. I'm going to start at the end with Pastor Hammond to his left, Pastor Rama, and to my right, Pastor Torrance. And uh, we give leadership uh, to the North Campus, to the South Campus, and to the West Campus of the Lighthouse Churches yeah. and all of the expressions. Guys, you would not believe this. Look who texted me at this moment. Oh, my God. Oh my That's God. crazy. I just got a text <laughs> message from the young man who's getting ready to open up our next campus. He has no idea that we're doing this right now. Um, yeah. So I guess I, I'm not going to introduce him. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. isn't it crazy <laughs> that crazy. at this very moment... Uh, he's oh, in the spirit. That's so we're getting ready to talk spirit. about something that's amazing. We're going to use one of the most familiar passages of scripture yeah. uh, to start this discussion. But I don't think we're going to be able to, I guess, clear up all of the confusion in this one sitting. I, I don't know if this is going to turn out into uh, a series of discussions. I do know that I want to attempt it. Uh, Matthew 6 and 33. Now, let's talk about how this came about. Yeah. We were in a staff meeting, and I was talking to our staff about the difference between the church and the kingdom. Yes. And Pastor Torrance said, Pastor, we have to do tackle the text, but what if we switch it? Because this was not the topic. He said, I think we should talk to the people about the kingdom. Yeah. And it like literally just like leaped in my spirit yeah. to say, let's let's do some justice to the word of God yeah. and, and, and try our best to get people to understand that God is looking for us to be kingdom centric and not church centric. Yeah, absolutely. That the kingdom of heaven suffered violence and the violent take it by force. And we're going to use for the substratum of our discussion today, Matthew 6 and 33, 33. if I'm remembering it. Mm -hmm. Seek ye first the kingdom. kingdom. Let's just stop right there. Mm. Because if that was not enough, then Matthew goes a step further to let us know yeah. that I am not aloof to the idea that there are other kingdoms. Yes. So let's clear this up. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Let, let's talk about that, um, brothers. What is let's what is a kingdom? What is the kingdom, mm. Pastor Torrance? Well, I know a kingdom is a particular way we do things, right? A kingdom could be the way that I um, approach something. A kingdom. It could be what I establish for myself. That could be a kingdom. It can be who I decide or choose. Uh, valuable in my circle. That's my kingdom. But what I notice about kingdoms is that a kingdom can be something I build that I elevate myself in. Hmm. But it says, seek ye first the kingdom of God. Which lets me know that my kingdom really isn't that important no matter how high I build it. Wow. 
It's not really that, that important. So the kingdom of God takes front and center stage. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all its righteousness. Kingdom is such a powerful word. Uh, broken down into two phrases, kingdom, king right? So dominate, yeah. king dominate. It is, it is the area, the territory, the, the, territory. Uh, uh, the boundaries by which uh, a king or queen or a citizen uh, of that kingdom dominate, dominate, right? So first of all, in order for God to tell us to seek, seek kingdoms, and to have a kingdom mindset set, does that, Pastor Raymond, mean that God has actually given us an invitation to dominate? Absolutely, because you, you took the words right of what I was thinking about. The word kingdom is kings and your domain, mm. which means that every king has a domain. Um, God made Eden before he made Adam. And wow. the fact that you see a domain means that there is a king to occupy it. So the fact that you see a king also means that there is a domain, right? So I think that that is very important because God creates the domain before he creates the king. That's the yes. principle of God. So the reason why we find ourselves in places that are awkward or we're going through what we're going through in life sometimes can be because as kings, we are not dominating in the environment God has designed us to dominate in we are kings but we are not in our domain what would happen to king charles if he was in maybe a different country mm -hmm. so that is why you're feeling the way you're feeling because you know something is wrong yes i'm a king but i am i in my domain that's why this conversation about kingdom is important because it's not just about the king and it's not just about the domain dominion it's about the kingdom so bringing the king back to the domain and so you, you bring up the, uh, the Prince uh, King Charles uh, um, expression. Because he is a king that is recognized, then the kingdom is actually wherever he is. Yes. It's like the president of the United States. Yes. Uh, my wife and I landed in Atlanta not too long ago. And for the first time in my life, I saw Air Force One. Wow. It was right there. Off to the side, we were on Delta land. I looked to the right, said, baby, there's Air Force One, says United States uh, okay. on the plane. And I leaned over her, to her and say, did you not know that if they brought President Biden aboard this plane, it would become, it would, it would become Air Force One? <clears throat> Air Force One. Yes. Because the presidency, the kingdom, the, the authority is not just in the place you occupy but it's 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 in the places you go so the kingdom becomes wherever i am that's why when the bible says uh in the lord's prayer thy kingdom come right it's there's that if you don't have your kingdom yet it's coming yeah right yeah. it's coming and you can actually be a king listen mm. you can actually be a king and not have a kingdom Ooh. i can prove it you can be a king and not have a kingdom. The Bible says in 1 Samuel, I believe, chapter 16 or 17, yes, sir. that David was anointed with oil from Samuel to be the king over Israel. Yes, sir. And then was sent back into the fields to tend the sheep. 
And I want to talk to you before Pastor Hammond comes that sometimes you can misrepresent yourself because you don't think you are it yet because you don't have it. Like you, mm. you don't think that you're a king or queen because you don't have the mansion or you don't have the money or you don't have the ministry. Yeah. Sometimes kings are in fields tending to sheep. Yeah. Smelling like dung. Yeah. Being ignored by fathers. Right. Because because I am royal without that title. Uh, you, you, you talked about uh, uh, the princes in England. Well, you, you have one brother who doesn't occupy the kingdom, but he's still royalty. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't have to just be in that place. I, 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 um, I am the essence of it. Yeah. And, and that yeah. kingdom people watching, you have to be able to know who you are so that when you step into jobs and you step into offices and you step into banks, you don't step in as a pauper or a slave. God is not the king of slaves. He's the king of kings, kings. which makes you one, even if you're not operating mm. in the office. What, what would you say about Pastor Hammond about the kingdom of God? Pastor, I look at this scripture in Matthew specifically about kingdom of Jesus reintroducing the kingdom concept to us mm -hmm. because you got to understand uh, we are uh, and become what is a concept. So if I want to build a car before I can build it, I've got to have the concept of the car. And Jesus speaks of reestablishing the kingdom uh, to reestablish what was lost in Genesis with Adam. So if I look at Adam, the first thing he said, you're going to have dominion, which is kingdom right yeah so when adam sinned he didn't lose religion he lost his dominion so jesus comes to reintroduce this this concept of dominion to mankind so we are supposed to be dominating i'm i'm like so frustrated with the enemy having us walk around not knowing our identity, know identity. yes sir i went to africa yes, uh some time ago a few weeks back and when i went there they gave me an African name. When I went there, they looked at my features and could tell me where I was from. Yes, mm. When I went over there, they gave me names based on the circumstances of my birth. Mm. They knew about uh, what, what castle their ancestors had gone through. And they, they knew it, it, it was just amazing to me. <clears throat> that they knew that they were royal. Yeah. And yet, here we are, same generation, by the way. Yeah. Different territory. Because where we live, we don't talk kingdom, we talk government, which is what messes up a lot of our churches. Mm. Because our churches become governmental instead of kingdom-minded. Man, my God. Pastor, Pastor yes. this is, it's, it's funny you said that because I think one of the biggest things that is a mental block for us is the fact that we think like members and kingdoms don't have members kingdoms have <laughs> citizens yes and and there is a f <laughs> countries don't have members countries have, have citizens. citizens and the kingdom is a country and i that's where we have the rights and the rest and let me just say this because one of the things we always say every sunday morning is come and receive jesus into your heart make him the lord of your life <laughs> and that word lord i think because maybe because nigeria was colonized by the british i understand it a little bit mm -hmm. because i use that word a lot landlord mm 
Mm -hmm. That means when something is broken in my house, I call the landlord. When the pipes have burst, I call the landlord. The reason why he says, take no thought for your life. What you think about, what you wear, all of that is because he is your landlord. God says, what separates us from the Gentiles is not what we need, but who we seek. Yes, sir. I am. I know you need money, and they need money. I know you need a house, they need. Be- but your difference is that you are not a member; you have a lord. And if we understand that as citizens, when I'm in a country, the first thing I did when I came to Nigeria, even though I'm Nigerian, was I went to the U.S. embassy. And because they heard my accent, they didn't know I was also an American citizen. So guess what happened? I flashed out my U.S. passport and everybody was like, oh my goodness. Okay, he's an... <laughs> Because now I understand my rights yes, as sir. a citizen. And I wish the body of Christ and people would understand you're not a church member. And by the way, Pastor, Jesus never preached born again. Jesus preached kingdom. He only kingdom. spoke born again to a pagan man. Yeah, yeah. By he, he was he was just by the side saying, "Hey, what you have to be born again." But when he was speaking to the multitudes and crowd, kingdom. he never talked. To, he says, "The kingdom of God is like this. The kingdom of heaven is like, like this. this." He never spoke because God was trying to let us know you are not a member, you are a citizen, and I'm going to take care of you. Oh, you're referring to Nicodemus, Nicodemus, where he must be born again. And by the way, Nicodemus, who wanted nothing to do with Christ yes, while sir. he was operating in the kingdom, he surely showed up with spices when he was yes, on sir, his way Mom. up to be a king. Because remember, yes, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't believe him to be king then. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I want to tell you. You, you, that there are some people who won't show up until you prove them who you are. Yeah. Because because Jesus says, listen, I am not going to pre-approve myself. I'm letting the process go. I'm not going to speed this up so that you can know who I am, Nicodemus, but you will know one day. And when he was dead, Nicodemus showed up with spices to anoint his body. Because let me tell you something, the people who don't believe you in the first stage of your life are going to have to anoint you in the second stage of your life. And that's when you will know that you are a king. Listen to this, pastor. So, so when you are in the wrong kingdom, now I don't say this to be controversial yeah but do we not know that historically colonialism subject we were subject to it Mm -hmm. uh, as a country yes british rule right and so we had the 13 provinces we know all of that the colonies you said that you have citizens in the kingdom if you go back and check history (laughs) they call them subjects yes sir (laughs) subjects sub Objects. That's what subject is, a sub-object, because they were the rulers. And, 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 and what do you do when you're in a system that doesn't view you as a citizen, but a sub-object? Oh, my God. That's why many of you, and us included for many years, didn't know we were citizens, because we were subject to systems that treated us as sub-objects. I think oh, that the God. I think that the real work of the church My is God. to get people to know that who they are. Like coming to a realization, uh, Psalms twenty-seven and four. One thing I have desired of the Lord yes, that sir. I will seek Ooh. after Him, that I may dwell where in the kingdom. In the kingdom, that I may dwell in the kingdom. How often? All of the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord, watch this, and to inquire in his temple, in his kingdom. We are supposed to be operating in 
the kingdom. My and goodness. when we lower our standards to church, mm, mm, mm. we miss the efficacy of what God is trying to do. When we raise ourselves up to a kingdom mentality, it brings about authority. Yes. It brings about yes. respect. What, yes. what are some other things, Pastor Hammond, church. Pastor Raymond? Let's talk. What are the things that are in a kingdom? Man, that there's uh, fortitude, there's strength, safety. Yes. What else, guys? Everybody. What? Security. 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 Prosperity. Provision. There's responsibility also. Yes, sir. There's a constitution also in the kingdom. Yes, sir. There's a a constitution. There's responsibility. Uh, There is hierarchy. Yeah. Yeah. I was about to say monarchy. Monarchy. Yes. Yes. Right? And then that means that you can have the the next king is known, but he hasn't been crowned. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you can, as, as long as there is life, you can trace who's the next oh king, God. who's the next king, who's next up, authority. But the thing is about, about kingdoms, Pastor, when, when, because you, you said one time uh, during our meeting that you were, uh, uh, that you were fascinated with that, the era of kingdoms. Back mm-hmm. then. I love Game of Thrones. Yeah. The new one that's out right now, The Dragon, The House of Dragon. I watched, watched it episode right now. five yesterday. Oh, my God. I love it. <laughs> but one thing about a kingdom like that. Uh, depending on who the kingdom, who the king is, you don't have so much protection. You have death mm. because in that in that type of kingdom, depending on who the king is, Ring, in that type of kingdom, your life can be taken at any moment. In the kingdom of God, the same death has to take place mm. because when your life is taken, you have to die. Right. Yeah. Meaning that when I would depend on who the king is, I, I have to die to myself. In order to receive the benefit of the kingdom. Why is this kingdom that we're talking about connected to Matthew 6? So the great thing about it then is, is that in that kingdom, excuse me, in that kingdom, you have to die. Yeah. In this kingdom, you don't because the debt has already been paid. It's a trait. So in that kingdom, I have to fear death. Over here, there is no condemnation. There's no condemnation. I come that you may have life. I come that you, you may have, have life, life. That you may have that life more abundantly. More abundantly. So yes, sir. death ceases to exist in, in the kingdom. <clears throat> it's in a kingdom. It's not in the. There's a difference between the kingdom and, and the, kingdom. the kingdom. Right now, let me ask you this question, Pastor Hammond. You can go in the, for yeah. the right. Is there a difference between the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of God? Ooh. I tend to Ooh. think there isn't. Yeah, and I've got a scriptural reference. Uh oh. Ha- have you all heard people try to differentiate yes. the, the, the yeah, difference absolutely. between these absolutely. two? Absolutely. Yeah. Look at Matthew chapter 19, verse 23. Oh my Everybody goodness. open it uh, in your Bible. And I want you to see something that I think will clear up this discussion as verse, to whether or not there is a difference between the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of God. Matthew chapter 19, verse 23. <laughs> and Jesus said to his disciples, Truly I say to you, only with difficulty will a rich man enter where? Kingdom of kingdom heaven. Of into heaven. the kingdom of heaven. What does verse 24 say? <laughs> look, look at it. Go to verse 24. <laughs> okay. Again, no one, put your mic up, Rev, so they can hear you on. Nobody can serve two masters. Okay. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you'll be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and man. Okay. Life. So you said verse 24. Yes. Go to verse 24. Verse 24 says, and again, I say to you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. Okay. Now, in one verse, 
heaven. He uses it interchangeably uh, as if it is the same place. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For example, he says, he's, uh, he's speaking to a rich young ruler. We all know the, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, the yeah. background of that. And, and Christ says, uh, he uses the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of God interchangeably. Then Jesus said to his disciples, I tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. It is hard for a rich man to enter where? The kingdom of heaven. heaven. In the very next verse. Again, I tell you. Again. So now again. Again. Okay, this is repetition because I'm cu- right. It's Ooh. emphasis. Again, I tell you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of the needle Neal. than for a rich man to enter, enter the, the kingdom, kingdom of, of God. God. He makes no distinction yes, sir. between the two. So I think that we can, with this one verse, clear up Absolutely. This, 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 um, this, this conversation. This conversation. That the kingdom of heaven is different from the kingdom of God. Why? Because he is a king, the king, which means that whatever is in existence is his. <laughs> Absolutely. So he's the king of Houston. <laughs> yes, sir. He's, the, he's actually the king of England. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This guy, uh, King Charles. King Charles. That's the king now. He's the king that the people chose. Mm. Mm. But he isn't the king of kings. Yeah, yeah. And the thing I love about God is that he respects kings. He's not intimidated by them. In fact, he appoints them. Come here, David. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He appoints kings. Yes, sir. He has your heart. The king's heart. Go yes, ahead. Sir. Uh, well, I just want to add that. The Bible says the king's heart is in God's hands and he turns it wherever oh, he, he wills. Was. Yes, sir. So he's a king. But he has the king's heart. So he's not just a king. He's a kingmaker. Yeah. Took Go ahead. Right you going to say something? I'll tell you, you took it right out of my mouth. He's he, a kingmaker. But I wanted to add something, uh, not, not to digress, but I wanted to add something about the death. Because, Pastor, it dawned on me that we have waited and or the British people have been waiting. Um, or should I say um, King Charles now has been waiting mm. to finally be called King, king Charles. Yeah. Probably for the longest, right? But... He could not be called a king till there was a death. Yes. Mm. The proof of his kingship is the death of another monarch. Wow. I think that we downplay the importance of the blood of Jesus and Mm. what he did for us. Because all you need as a proof, as a receipt, that you are a king in your domain. Mm. This is why Jesus had to die. Yes, sir. And, and I think that every now and then we need to go back and say, no, 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 I am a king. And the reason I am a king and he has given me the power and he has made us kings is because Jesus, Jesus died. died. And because how it works in the kingdom is almost every time one has to die for the other to go up. Other to be up and so up. we are in this situation where Jesus said, I had to die. But the beautiful thing about this kingdom is that he leaves also. And God has so much security in his kingship mm. that he says, I can be a king and you also can be a king, but I had to die first. Oh, my goodness. Go ahead, Ray. Pastor, I was going to say, even back to that Matthew, uh, when it says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, I, I liken to that as the kingdom, not just a place, but a person, synonymously uh, almost bring a culture of kingdom. And I yeah. think that's what Jesus is bringing us to us is a culture where everything we think about, how we move, how we act, has to be kingdom. Because when we step out of kingdom, we'll start acting as if we're in a dictatorship, or we'll start acting in these other type of concepts and not kingdom. So kingdom becomes a culture 
a part of who we are. If I'm yeah. going to enter, where is, um, and maybe you know this, what is uh, Buckingham Palace, right? Okay. This is where King uh, Charles, Charles lives. Yeah. Um, and all honor and respect to that, uh, that position. But I just can't enter it. No. Quite frankly, right now, I'm not welcome. Yeah. By relationship or through work ethic, for some reason, I wasn't invited to the funeral. And status. I don't have the status to be invited to that. Yeah. So all kingdoms have a threshold for entry. You cannot enter into a kingdom just because you want to see what the drapes are made out of. <laughs> so if that is true in the natural, then it must be true in the spiritual. spiritual. Yeah. Then all of this kingdom talk we're doing, we have to give the people watching us the ability to find out how do they get in. The Bible says, listen to this, it can only come through repentance. And living the gospel, which allows us the opportunity to enter into the kingdom. Now, do I have to be perfect in the kingdom? No, no. but I have to be I have to be righteous. Yeah. yeah. And how do I become righteous? I am made right. Yes. Through accepting the blood of Jesus Christ, accepting Jesus Christ as my Lord and personal savior. Being repentant baptized and saved that is how i enter into the kingdom yes sir is it not true that in this dispensation yeah. of christianity we're doing our best to lower the threshold for people to enter into the kingdom but no one comes to the father except by him yes sir and we can have all of the growth tracks and and we can have we can have all of the systems and, and yes, we can sir. have all, all of the, the life groups and we can have all of that. But baby, if you don't repent, yes. if you don't accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you are not saved just because you view the kingdom. Yeah, yeah. No more than I am a car because I went in the garage. <laughs> I have to enter into the kingdom through a repentant attitude. Now, yes, what's sir. repentance? Repentance is a realization of the wrongfulness of my actions with the determination to make an about face and go in the different direction. Repentance is, Lord, I realize that I did wrong. Yes. And I am now going in the opposite direction of the decision I made. Mm. Repentance and forgiveness are not the same thing. Pastor, I was going to add to that, that while you were talking in this kingdom mindset, it, it brings me back to this ideology of religion. And I think for us, for a lot of people, re religion has been a strainer to people. And when you think about a strainer, if I'm if I'm mining gold, you know, the, the stuff doesn't get through and the stuff that's on the strainer gets thrown away mm -hmm. as opposed to the funnel as, you know, coming to me, all that are heavy and burdened and heavy laden, I'll give you rest that through through the funnel it's it's come as you are and over time when you got clumps in your life it's going to stay but but the content is going to go down through and that's how i view kingdom it's like it's not um individualistic it's community because now we become the body of christ and that's kingdom and that's the kingdom culture yes sir, yes, sir. Pastor, i i 
I, I, I don't know why I'm um, fixated on the, our rights as citizens while you were saying that because this is where the enemy messes up with us because there is nothing quote-unquote I can do to not be a Nigerian yeah yeah nothing yeah nothing I can do to now I, I, I can be in Nigeria and I can decide not to behave like a Nigerian but guess what when the elections come around I have access now yeah. you yeah. can be as rich as you want in Nigeria yeah but if you are not a Nigerian this is where the authority of the believer comes in because we we judge our citizenship based on our performance yeah. and God is saying a poor Nigerian mm -hmm. has the right to vote in the Nigerian election than a rich American in Nigeria. Mm. Mm. So what God is saying is that it's this is beyond uh, this is beyond your performance, and this is beyond what you have, and this is this is who I have made you. So whether you are whether you are rich and poor, whether you are black or white, as long as you are in the kingdom. You have authority. Pastor just asked us a few minutes ago, what is in the kingdom? He has made us, the Bible says, where the word of a king is, there is power. See, when we fall and when we make mistakes and we, uh, we come to the throne of grace, the enemy doesn't see that. Yeah. But what we need to understand as kingdom citizens and the mindset is that, listen, what I did doesn't cancel my citizenship. Yeah. So I can speak to demons. Mm. And I can, I can speak to storms. And right now, I want to speak to someone that you, you think that what you have done is about to cancel your citizenship. No, you still have the right. I know what you did was not right. I know, I know you messed up and you missed it. But I'm telling you that think like a citizen, not a member. Yes, that's, why, that's why people who are yes, in prison sir. still have rights. Woo. Yes, sir. Because you can be in bondage, but you still can't take away my rights. Yes, sir. Right? As a citizen of, uh, of a... We were born in a free country, which means from birth, I am to enjoy freedom. That's why 2 Corinthians 3 and 17 says, Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom, or there is liberty. There is, there is this idea that, that because we're not perfect, uh, that we are bound by what we did, but but when you are a citizen, yes, sir. Yes, sir. you can be in bondage yes, sir. and still have freedoms. Yes, sir. Still have rights. Still yes, have rights. You yes, can't sir. take away my rights. Yes, sir. Even when I have done something that has given up my freedom, Ooh. even when I have no freedom, I still have rights. Ooh. Right? What is it? The right to liberty, Ooh. the pursuit of happiness. All, all those, so I have inalienable rights. Yeah. Now, if the kingdom mm. or if a kingdom offers me that, then what does the kingdom offer me? Ooh. Sanctification, glorification, God. justification. Like in this kingdom, I don't have to finish the race first. Mm. <laughs> all I have to do is finish in this kingdom. I don't have to die. Because somebody's already died for me in this kingdom, right? The ultimate sacrifice, I don't have to burn incense. I don't have to cut the neck of a goat because he is the lamb slain before the foundation My of the world. God. In this life, there will be trouble. But don't worry, because in this kingdom, he's already overcome the world in this kingdom. So it seems to me that there are a lot of people whose lives would change if they would just switch kingdoms. Yeah. 
Reverend, Reverend, you 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 have to speak to the person when you said you may not have your freedoms, but you have your rights. That person needs to know. There's somebody out there who's in bondage and don't understand that they still have a right mm. in the kingdom. You got to speak to that person. Yeah, because see, there's somebody right now at home, Pastor, and you know what they're doing? They're looking at their bank account and yeah. they don't have the freedom. Yes, sir. But they don't know they have a right to ask. Woo! Ask what you will. Lord have mercy. There, there's somebody right now that they're 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 thinking like, oh my God, um, I have a felony, so so I can't get this job because my God, I can't I go to the next level. I can't go to next. Yeah, but you have a right to you ask God right. to throw those sins into the oh sea of forgiveness God, and for God. Him to adjust the heart of that king to Ooh. see the righteousness in you. Because even when my freedoms are gone, I still have a right, have a right. as a kingdom citizen. I have a right to go out and live in the hog pen oh, and spend man. all of my money in riotous oh, living, God. and I and still have a right to come back home. Talk. And sit at the table and have a fatty calf and a ring and a roll prepared for me because even though I am dirty, I still got rights. Even if I spend it all in righteous livings, you don't lose the right to be a kingdom man, a kingdom woman, even if you lost the freedom to do so. There are people who don't know right now that that they got a divorce, but they have a right to still be happy again. (laughs) Because the church will make you think that because you lost that, that you don't still have a right. You're in there, Reverend. And that's why the law has been abolished. He yes, said, I didn't sir. come to, to, to fulfill the law, uh, to abolish the law, but I came to fulfill it, yet that I might introduce grace into the discourse, My because God. what the law has taken away, grace has more abounded. So now when I'm under grace, grace says, you may have taken my freedoms, but you can't take, take my, my rights. <laughs> I have the right to be happy. I have the right to be free. I have the right to a just trial. My God. I have the right to God. be not guilty even when Talk, found Reverend. guilty. Talk, Reverend. My God. And the reason why is because of a principle in legalistic terms known as double jeopardy. The reason why I am not to be trifled with and cannot lose my rights is because everything that the enemy wants to convict you of, somebody already has been convicted of it. His Talk, name Reverend. was Jesus. Talk, He's already been tried. Talk, He's already served the sentence. So <laughs> they cannot... They can't. Now watch this. And they can't try me because I and the Father are one. So, so when he paid the debt, yes, my sir. sin... Was taken care of. Lord, so even though even though I may not have the freedoms to do certain things, I got a right. I, I just want to say this to someone listening now: God, that you God. will not die from what Jesus died for. <laughs> Wait, I don't know who. Wait a minute. For, but <laughs> say that again. <laughs> say it again. There's <laughs> someone that is at the point of death. You just received a doctor's report. And you are about to, I don't know what, I don't know what is going on in your mind, but I just heard those words when pastor began to explain kingdom. You will not die from what Jesus died for. Stop stressing yourself from what Jesus stressed himself for. Just believe that someone died for you. So it's double jeopardy that that's what pastor said. Please hear us. Put this scripture with it. It's John 8, 36. Who the son sets free. Free. It's free free. indeed. Indeed, in every area, in everything I do, I'm free. God himself, through the expression of his son, Jesus Christ, is the king of kings. Lord have mercy. And all three are one. Which means, listen to this. He put himself in every arena so that we could not be in any place that he doesn't have dominion. (laughs) If I go to heaven, he is there. 
He sent his son Jesus to the earth, so I got it here. If I go to yonder's glory, he's been there. If it, he went to hell, what David said, and preached a revival. Who is the king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty in battle. So he has put himself in every time frame. And that's why God has to be omniscient. That's why he has to be omnipresent. Because he knows things. He knows all things. He's everywhere. So I can't never be anywhere where he doesn't have dominion. And if he has dominion, you have dominion. Because as he is, so are you. Because I'm a partaker. Oh my goodness. Let me say this one thing, Pastor. Because... Then we'll move on. I, I, the whole thing you I said about... The, I done felt the Holy Ghost. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. So, Pastor, you might lose your freedom, but you still have your right. And the Spirit of God told me, those who believe he has given power to become the sons of God. Another version says the rights to become. So, the Spirit of God told me, let the people know that even if you've lost your freedom, you still have your rights. The reason God left our rights is because it's our rights that gives us access to freedom. So even though you've lost your freedom, the way you gain your freedom back is by knowing you have rights. So in the rights, he put power in the rights. So My that's why God. the Bible says, no, if you shout, I'm about to shout. Hold on, hold on. Something just came to me. Something just came to me. Some came some to came to me. Right. Oh, hey, right. No, no, say, no. You say. are right. You're right. Galatians 5 and 1. Talk, Galatians 5 and 1. Do you do you understand what you just said? I don't know. Yes, he says he says something. Go ahead, Reverend. He said, you said something. Galatians 5 and 1. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be buried again by the yoke of slavery. Yoke of slavery. Woo! Oh my God. Do you understand? Do you understand the words that just came out of his mouth? I understand. In literal terms. The Lord says through Paul to the church at Galatia, yeah. it is for your freedom that Christ came and died that set us free. So guess what? When they try to make you a subject and oh a sub-object and, and, and disperse you and discount you and ignore you, he says, you better stand firm and don't let yourself be burdened by the yoke of them. By the yoke of slavery. Don't let yourself. What is a yoke? Don't let them turn your head in the direction of their oh opinion. God. You are a kingdom citizen. Even if you don't have kingdom money. You are oh a kingdom citizen. And guess what? All kingdoms have for the people who are a part of it. Yes, sir. An inheritance. <laughs> so I'm rich even if I ain't got it. It's coming. That's what I was going to say, Pastor. That salvation, Christ came, is a gift that's free, but kingdom is an inheritance. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So, so wait a minute. I know when the spirit is moving. And the spirit is moving up here with these two, right? So, this you don't, you don't get no solution, Hammy. You ask questions. Because in a kingdom, or if I go to another country, right, there's something called the embassy. So, y'all explain this to me. That if I go to another country, I get in trouble. What do I run to? to you run to the embassy. Because I have what? Citizenship. And citizenship give me what? Freedoms and rights. <laughs> so then, for the people that's out there. Hold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I know it's getting somewhere. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, hold yeah, on, yeah. I knew it, I knew it, I knew it. So, 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 Pastor, see, Pastor, so. Okay, so no, don't put your mic down. Hold it. Pick it back up, Reverend. I know you so, got Pastor, something. Did, he said it so, 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 so this means. 
that we can have embassies in places that are not convenient. Hold on a second. You mean I can have... This is why I can... I can... Jesus. I I hope I am able to communicate this. Yeah. God is saying that you can set up shop. Yeah. You can set up an embassy wherever. So in another country. Yeah. So I don't care what the enemy has done in your life. I don't care the story, the trauma, the, the generational curse. I don't care. God I says you can set up an embassy. I got something. I know. I know. I got something. I know. I know. I know. First Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. I know. Yeah. There have no temptation taking you such what is common to man. But God is faithful who will suffer you not to be tempted above that you're able. But if you are, God has an embassy. <laughs> A way of escape. Some place you can go. The righteous run therein and be saved. Yes, sir. For the name of the Lord is a strong tower. Talk, Reverend. Blessed is he who comes in the name. Woo! You don't just have an embassy. You are an ambassador. (laughs) Yes, sir. And if I'm an ambassador, that means I have to be accepted with a convoy. Yes, that means I have to have preparations. What you don't even realize is that you have kingdom talk, preparations talk. for you, but because you won't show up to the talk, kingdom, Reverend, talk. That's you it. got all of this stuff that's, that's it. pressed down, shaking together, running up, waiting on you for you to recognize not to be held bondage to the yoke of slavery, for you to realize that there is no condemnation to those who come in Christ Jesus. And watch this. Let me give you another scripture because I want to read this one <laughs> as my father used to say, in your hearing. Yes, sir. In your hearing. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor he has sent me to proclaim freedom you don't understand that while you're sitting back talking about what freedoms you don't have god wants you to get to a place where you go telling people the freedoms that they do have you you're supposed to be so free an ambassador for freedom that you should be telling others how to be free and i command you to be free i command you to break every chain i command you to destroy every yoke i declare you to lift up your head on ye gates and be he lifted up the everlasting doors for the king of glory shall come Woo! in. Who is this king, king of glory? I yes, want sir. you to recognize that you are a kingdom citizen, not a subject. Woo, you are God. not beneath. You are the head and not the tail. You are the lender and not the borrower. You are above only and not beneath. I want everybody online to shout, I'm a citizen. I'm a citizen. Pastor. You, okay, go ahead. Go ahead, sir. No, no, no. I, while you were talking about ambassador, God, God just spoke to me and says, and by happen. the way, an ambassador is not selected, it's picked. Mm. So <laughs> you don't have to like me for God to use me. I, I'm so sorry. <laughs> an ambassador is not a perfect person. Now you're talking about predestination. Because <laughs> those whom he foreknew, <laughs> he, also, he also predestined. Yes, sir. Watch this. He sent me to proclaim freedom. Mm. For, the, for the prisoner and recovery of sight of the blind Man. to set the oppressed free. Yeah. My goodness. Predestination. I was saved. Yes. Watch this. Yeah. Before the foundation of the world. world. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Talk about I that. didn't get that. saved yeah. because I walked down the church aisle and said to the preacher, I want to join here. Ooh, I feel the Holy Ghost on and that. And that that I wanna I wanna re- no, 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 no. Let's clear this up. Yeah, yeah, I need yeah. some backing on yeah, that. Yeah. And we, I can find the scriptures. Yeah. Predestination means yes, sir. that God in the corridor, corridors of the eternity of, eternity. of time. Yes, sir. Before there was a was. Yes, sir. Before you were formed in your mother's womb, Jeremiah. Yes, sir. You. 
I called you as a prophet to the nations and ordained you. Predestination means that God, who doesn't operate in time, looked down through the corridors of eternity, saw which was not as though it was. Yes, sir. Selected. Selected, Reverend. As the Bible says, called unto himself. Talk, man. Talk. The righteousness of God. Made me say. Talk, man. Made me righteous. Now, how do I know he makes me righteous? Well, we can find that in the book of Genesis because the Bible says that Noah was a man of the vine and he yeah, was drunk. Yeah. And at the moment he was drunk and, and, and being tempted yeah. to have sex with his own children, own children. The Bible says that he's righteous. He's righteous. Yes, sir. Which means I am declared righteous. Yes, sir. By the blood of Jesus Christ, not righteous by my own actions, which is why salvation cannot be the result of what I've done. If, if salvation can be restricted by what I've done, then it is not the complete work of Jesus. Salvation was completed on the cross before I was born. And so I was born in the sin, shaping in iniquity and, and, and had already been selected and chosen to be a heir and a joint heir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Of the kingdom of God. Woo. No matter how bad any one of Princess Kate and what's the, what's uh, Charles's son's name? Uh, 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 Richard. Richard. Or, or I hope that's their name. I, and, and Harry. And, and Harry. Yeah. It, it doesn't. They can have children. They can go off to prison right now, which they won't. Because yeah. you can't be prosecuted in a system when you're in the kingdom. That's a whole nother oh, system. <laughs> but they could do whatever they want because outside authorities have no jurisdiction. My goodness. Over their inheritance. Reverend, 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 that is the scripture because the Bible says in Philippians 3 and 20. I'm just asking questions now. Yes, sir. Y'all got the Holy Ghost. It says that your citizenship is of another kingdom mm. where we eagerly await the savior. Yes. So then I can't be prosecuted in my kingdom. I can take all of my kingdom rights, all of my kingdom talk, all of my kingdom authority to another place and set up in that place and become an ambassador. But as, this is the question I need y'all to ask for me. If my citizenship is, a, if it's a, is of another kingdom. Then why am I worried in this kingdom? Because we view the scripture through Western eyes. Yes. Because for us, citizenship means my passport has to be renewed every 10 years. <laughs> for us, citizenship means I got to have global entry and be interrogated on my return as if I didn't just leave here. Ooh. Talk, man. It's, it's, that's our Western view. But when you have a kingdom view, you see, I've gone to airports where because of the status that the pastor had in the country, I didn't have to enter in like everybody else did. Yeah. I remember when I went to Ghana because of my friend, Pastor Gideon Donso and his connections over there. I actually landed and entered into the president's room at the airport. Oh, my God. Now, oh my God. when you go through there, oh ain't no God. bag checking. Oh, my God. When you go through there, ain't nobody talking about, uh, do you have any liquids? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you go, when you go that way, nobody's talking about, uh, please remove your shoes. Oh, my God. Oh, because my God. Because a king leaves and comes in a country different than a citizen. So, Reverend, I got another question. You mean to tell me that my favor follows me? 
I, I'm just asking questions. I'm just asking questions for you and Rima. Does my favor follows me? Your favor I follows you. I can prove it. I can prove it. From Genesis chapter 37 <laughs> all the way to Genesis chapter 50, I can prove it. The yes, Bible sir. says Joseph's brothers yes, sir. <laughs> put him in the pit. Yeah. And as they see a group coming, this group of Midianites coming, yeah. they said, let's, let's tear his coat up yeah. and dip it in animal blood and tell daddy that a ferocious animal yeah. ate him up. Yeah. They sell him into slavery. <laughs> the Midianites do what they do. Somehow he ends up in Potiphar's house. Yeah. And the Bible says, and favor found him there. <laughs> he goes from there. That's scripture. That's scripture. <laughs> he goes from there and he goes to the prison. Yes, sir. And the yes, Bible sir. says when he gets to the prison and favor found him, found, him found him there. Oh, my God. And watch this. In the prison, he gets two people assigned to him, a butler and a baker. And baker. Yes, From there, he is now in the house of Pharaoh, second in command. And guess what <laughs> happens there? Favor finds him there. One translation says he finds favor there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Because... I like that translation that he finds favor there yeah. because if you say and he found favor there, it assumes that he got there first yeah, yeah, and favor yeah. got there second. Yeah, yeah. But if you say he found, found favor, favor there, yeah. it suggests that favor, favor was there when he got there <laughs> and he found it up on arrival. He's a very present help Woo! in the time of trouble. My so God. everywhere you go, yes, sir. you will find favor because of who you are. If our president goes to another country, they have to make preparations for, for his him. arrival because he has to find favor when he arrives. Oh they cannot God. allow him to arrive and then be scurrying around trying to get the red carpet down and oh trying to get God. the flowers ready. No, it's already set up weeks in advance because of my status. Oh my Every God. place must welcome me. Everywhere oh my, my foot shall tread. tread. Yes, sir. So the favor of God Ooh. will find you or you will find it everywhere you go when you are a citizen of the kingdom. Pastor, I have a question. Yes, sir. Uh, and let me Questions sound are like, good. Let me sound like Pastor Perrin. <laughs> Questions now. are good. Because when I just sat down, and, think, and by the way, our, our British people, um, King King Charles' son's name is William. And William, okay. So, William. Let's clear that up because I'm about to go crazy. William. Yeah, Prince William. But could it be possible that the biggest... And the enemy is very smart because the label Christians, and I'm not saying we should not be Christ-like, but it's funny that God had, Jesus had the opportunity to use any words to describe us, but he never uses the word Christians. No. Mm. And we begin to see words like citizens and ambassadors. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong, but I just, I just wonder if we have done ourselves a disservice by embracing that title mm. as opposed to assuming this place of authority where we are citizens and we are ambassadors is there something that happens in our mind when we think ourselves of ourselves as members of a church as opposed to citizens of a kingdom is that where or why we yeah. lose the battles well let me let me say something on the first and i'll come back to the members you're absolutely right we couldn't think of william we couldn't think of charles because it is very difficult to know much about a kingdom you don't study. Mm. And that's why most people don't know him as Yahweh and Jehovah Nisi. Mm. We don't know his name because we don't spend enough time studying the kingdom. 
I have no disrespect. I just literally couldn't recall it because it's not a kingdom that I study. But I know him as a provider because this kingdom, this kingdom, I study <laughs> members. The reason why members is a faulty system is because the Bible says the body has many members. Yeah, many members. But if you cut off your arm. You can be dismembered. Yeah. That's why when an old church, when you left a church, you had to get a letter because you were removing, removing your, your membership. Around like That's that. why we got to get to citizenship yeah. because members can be moved around. But you can't do nothing with citizenship. Mm. At best, you can apply and try to get dual. Mm. Mm. But because where you abide requires you a citizen and in order to keep that that citizenship you have to abide in that place mm, mm. you got to live there you got to have an address there my god because you are a citizen mm. of where you live i think that we have done justice to, to the text yes sir or all of the texts that we have all of thrown them. at the people to let them know yeah that's they're citizens. They're citizens. You're I want citizen. each one of you all, as we close this out, to look in that camera and tell somebody, I want you to remind them who they are in God. Man. I want you to look at them and tell them that it doesn't matter if your mother and father forsake you. Mm. That you have a God that sticketh closer than any brother. Pastor Torrance, I'll start with you. You know, and I'll make mine quick because the Holy Spirit has moved uh, on this stage. But uh, I want to remind you that you are citizens of a kingdom that never runs out of provision. No matter what you've lost, no matter who left you, no matter who may have turned their back on you, God is a provider. And within your kingdom, because of you, because you're a citizen. There are certain things that you have access to that no one can take away from you. No matter your condition, circumstance, or situation, you have rights that will give you access to whatever you need whenever you need it. You're a citizen. You're not abandoned. You're not forgotten. And neither are you foreign. God knows you. And since he knows you, you belong to him within his kingdom. You're a citizen. Incredible. Pastor Raymond. I just want to let you know that wherever you are, um, that you can still have an embassy and there is an embassy wherever you are, um, regardless of the situation or the place you find yourself. All you have to do is to understand that the name of Jesus is a strong yes. power. You can run into it and be safe. The conditions of an embassy is totally different from the conditions of the external country. They're not even paid in the same currency. And I need you to understand wherever you are, please stop living outside the embassy yes. and run into the embassy because you are not just a member. You are a citizen yes. and your case is different. You can be Ooh. in the world, but not be off the world. Yes. I want to encourage someone that's watching today and we're talking citizenship and kingdom. And you would say in order for me to progress in a kingdom that I have to be in succession to the throne. And I want to tell you today that you don't have to be in succession and waiting that God said, I've adopted you to be a joint heir of the kingdom. 
And even as we saw this transition of this monarchy, even in the queen's death, she still had the same mantle even in death. So no matter what death experience you're experiencing right now, there's a kingdom mantle on you, and I want you to walk in it. I want you to know My God. that there will be somebody who will listen to this. And they will hear the message that we told people to do as they pleased. And that if they sinned, it was okay. And that God was just this short-sighted God who has representatives who tells his people, ah, you can sin and there's no accountability. So I want to clear up everything we said with the scripture as we go to pray. First Peter chapter 2, verse 16. He says, live as free people, yes, God. but do not use your freedom as a cover-up for evil. Yes, God. Yes, God. That is the responsibility of a kingdom-minded person, that the good that is necessary is a choice you make because you know who you are. Yes, there is no condemnation, but the wages of sin is death. Yes, and the gift of God is eternal, life. is eternal life. You are a kingdom citizen. You are a joint heir of God. And maybe like the prodigal son, you've gone off into a far country. Mm. You know the thing about our king? He's always waiting to welcome you back with open arms. I want you to repeat after me. I confess with my mouth, with my mouth. The, Lord Jesus. the Lord Jesus. And I believe in my heart. That I'm a citizen of the kingdom. I'm a citizen of the kingdom. And I believe, I believe that I am saved. I am saved. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. You are the Lord of my life. You are the Lord of my Holy life. Spirit, Holy Spirit. Enter into my circumstance. Enter into my circumstance. I want to be, I wanna be more, like Jesus. more like Jesus. If you pray that and you believe that, you have what we call soul salvation. Yes, sir. And you are, as Pastor Rama said earlier, Amen. born again, which makes you a citizen. Of the kingdom of God and the kingdom of heaven. I want you to prepare your heart to give right now. Yes. Because one of the things you have to do in the kingdom is give alms. You know, the Bible says give Caesar what's Caesar's. You give God what's God's. And let me tell you, one of the things you have to do when you have liberty is to be faithful over a few things. And believe me, God is going to rule, give you rule over much. Be faithful in your giving. As you're giving right now, I want to report to you. I am so excited that I have in my care the pictures, the before and after pictures of the park that we're building on the island of Anguilla together uh, to help impoverished children to have a place where they can scale, learn and leverage their sports and academic opportunities. And let me tell you something. I have the schematics and we are almost at our goal. And let me tell you what God has done. I talked to the minister of tourism and he told me that because we've decided to build something for the children and the youth there, they have a host of volunteers who are coming alongside us to make the project even less expensive. Tell me God is not a God yes. who will reward those who diligently seek after him. And that's just the place we're starting. We're going to do this all over the world for the kingdom's sake. Thank you so much for watching and don't forget you're in the kingdom. What an amazing time we had in the service today. The word was phenomenal. Listen, if you haven't had an opportunity 
to join our church, the information is on the screen. We want to connect with you. Or maybe you're saying, hey, I just want to sow a seed into what they're doing right there at the Lighthouse Church. Well, listen, the information is also down on the screen. We want to help you connect to a greater mission. Listen, I want to pray with you because the word today, I know is settled in someone's spirit. It's changing your life. So come on, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father God, we just want to say thank you just for everything that was said today. God, we thank you, Lord, for all the ears and the hearts that received this word because we know that you're challenging them and transferring them and pushing them into a new dimension in you. God, we just want to ask, God, that you lift them up. Whatever the issue is in life, we pray, God, that you deal with it and work it out right now. God, we just want to say thank you. All these blessings we ask in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Listen, we can't wait to connect with you. Remember, share this message. Share this on, on every platform you have. Someone needs to hear this word. We love you. Can't wait to see you again. Bye-bye. Hello, everybody. My name is Pastor Keon Henderson, and it took me 27 years to get to the place where I can explain this message. You see, up until now, I've done a pretty decent job at saying to you what God has said to me through the word of God. But I felt in some ways unfulfilled that I was helping people to gain spiritual maturity, but I didn't see many physical footprints in the earth that will remind somebody once I'm no longer here that God has given me a ministry, not just for the church, but for the marketplace. And out of that birth, what I am calling Take Action. And up until now, we've only known it as a teaching series, but it is actually much more. Let me explain. I founded this 501c3 nonprofit organization that's committed to protecting, strengthening, and uplifting the underserved, the disenfranchised. And I want to be effective, not later, but now. I am hearing what your heart is saying, and I kind of know what it takes to change a community both in the private sector and in the church. Nimble enough in our response, providing educational tools for finances, for mentoring, home ownership, entrepreneurialism. I wanna help build leaders and investors in an ecosystem that will transform lives, people who are committed to breaking down barriers and inspecting and inspiring people to take action now. I wanna help to convert some of our global ideas so that we can become partners and change in our communities wherever you live. Our work is specifically focused on expanding the power of influence to the disenfranchised, strengthening the underserved. Listen, I found the vision of the Lighthouse Church Take Action, and I found it as a way of being committed to the greater inclusion, turning away nobody, no one, and expanding opportunities for every person in a great atmosphere of acceptance, listen, authenticity, and moreover, through the spirit of love and anticipation. I believe that if we partner together, we can change the world. And we're going to start right where we're starting. We're going to start here in Houston, Texas, and the surrounding areas where our campuses are in Katy, in the Sugarland area, Southwest A-Leaf, Texas, downtown, Pearland, everywhere we are. And for all of our Lighthouse 2.0 members around the world, we hear you too. We're starting in Anguilla, rebuilding a park that will help people and young people there to scale and to find their way and to find their fit. And we will not stop there. This is just the beginning. 
So I'm asking you to join me on a journey that starts today, but will finish when the Lord returns. I love you. May God bless you. Let's take action now.